Welcome to Community Association Car Chat. The number one nationally recognized community association video podcast. Join your host, David Velasco and Steve Roderick, advisors at JGS Insurance, a Baldwin Risk partner, every Monday as they catapult the multifamily industry forward by providing education and information about a host of topics that affect the community association world today. You can watch the show every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern live on LinkedIn or listen wherever you get your podcast as Dave and Steve give you your weekly dose of laughter and learning from the best in the industry. Let's get into this week's episode with our very special guest. Good morning, Steve. What are you on this uh, fine uh, Monday morning? Good morning, David. It is a fine Monday morning. Thank you for asking. I'm, I'm doing very well. How about yourself? I'm doing great, and I'm especially doing great because we have a fantastic guest with us today. Somebody who's been involved in CI for a long time at the highest level. Absolutely. So absolutely. I, I'm really, really happy to say that this morning we have Miss Kelly Zabel, right? and she is the CEO of a company called Divergent Consulting. Kelly, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Can you tell us and our viewers a little bit about yourself and what it is you do over at Divergent Consulting? Yeah, I spent... 20 years in this industry, mostly on the management side, started at a small mom and pop. And then I went to work for the biggest company in North America, spent some time at the headquarters office in Dallas, and then moved back out to California and ran one of the operations out here. So about seven offices in Northern California. 2021, I decided to leave and start a consulting firm really focused on working with self-managed HOAs or HOAs that sort of needed someone to come in and help them for like a short period of time that wasn't a management company. A lot of times that's a resource for, you know, HOAs is they'll call that management company and they want to ask all these questions about how they should do something. But at the same time, they're getting a sales pitch, right? Because we're trying to win their business. But I wanted to just be somebody who could help connect them to resources like through CAI or through other industry organizations that they could get information from, help them with kind of short-term projects. You know, they don't need a manager or a management company, but they need someone to help them put in some technology software or evaluate what's the best software for their community. Projects like that. Okay, so in a nutshell, what would an HOA consulting firm, 10 words or less, what would you do walking in? A lot of times it's asking them questions about what's their needs. So it's like a needs analysis. What are you looking for? Where are you having trouble with? Kind of pinpointing those things and then recommending solutions. So maybe it's a technology solution. Maybe it's them changing their business processes. Maybe it's training. It's just a variety of different things. Got it. Got it. it. It's really about kind of having conversations to determine where they're at. And what they need yeah. and the only way you can do that is by really knowing the industry and you say you've been doing it for uh, many years which is amazing because you started at what like six years old doing it, <laughs> it was uh, 19 when i first started wow so you're from 1984. I'm one of those rare birds that started very, very young. This is not a second career for me. I started right in college working in this industry. Okay. Good. Just a quick question about the name of the company. Is any relation with the actual movie Divergent or how did you come up with it? No, I wanted something that meant different, but not the word different. So I was looking for <laughs> something that was sort of pointing you in a different direction because a lot of my clients want to go in the different direction. Not a lot of people do what I do. There's a few of us out there, but not very many people do what I do. And so my model is different from many people. And 
I've really sort of diverged and formed a new area of the industry. I see a lot of people now wanting to get into this. There's definitely a need for it, especially we see in the world today of uh, community associations. There's a lot of mergers and acquisition of property management uh, companies. So how does this fit in your in your realm of uh, expertise and consulting? You know, I'm fortunate enough to be able to see a lot of the consolidation that's gone on. We have a lot of people who are aging out of this industry and they don't have someone to pass their company onto. So they're selling and the kids going on. And depending on who they've sold to, changes company will look like moving forward. So with my clients, a lot of the advising, when I'm talking to their needs, it's what do you need as an association? Or are you looking for a big national company that has a lot of resources from a technology perspective that you're going to get access to. So a lot of what I do is knowing what's going on in the industry and then being able to recommend to my clients a fit for them when they're looking for new management or they're looking to change their model. If they're self-managed and they want a management company, I've done that a few times, is being able to make a recommendation for a company that's going to fit their needs. Gears a little bit here, Kelly. We talk a lot about team building and, and what the culture inside of a company is like. Do you guys ever dive into that sort of thing with the management companies from the consulting end? Yeah, I do. Actually, I'm just now signing and working with a client that wants me to help develop their future leaders in their company. So they want to grow. They're at a point where they've grown so much. They know they're going to add some leadership positions. They want to grow their team from within, but making sure that they have people ready and have lined them up. So I work with them on putting together a leadership program. I was very fortunate to be of a company that that offered me a lot of leadership development when I was coming up in the industry. And then I, I have a consulting firm that I work with another firm that does a lot of content development for leadership management and development. So if my clients want a really formalized program, I can kind of outsource it to them and partner with them on that. And I am doing that with one HOA right now. They have a large 180 person staff and we're doing a lot of training and I've heard with that company on that. So I bring the HOA and flavor to the training and they bring the leadership development, that formal L&D side of things. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. My job is really mainly connecting people to various people that help them, you know, which I love to do. And I am not always the best person to help them. So I need to make sure that they get the best person. So I'm always out like looking at new technology that's coming out in the industry and different things that clients could use. A lot of research for sure. And trying okay. to help them. And that, that resonates with both of us because this was one of the reasons why we started Car Chat in the first place, that it was an opportunity during the pandemic to be able to, to stay connected with people. But then we see we, we've learned so much from guests. You learn a tidbit here and there. And then when you need to help somebody or somebody says, hey, do you know anybody that does? I was like, you know, I have somebody you can call and get some advice from. And that's always, always so helpful. So definitely resonates with both of us. Does it yeah. resonate with you, Steve? Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. I love when you agree with me like that. Awesome. <laughs> what do you see as like the top three weaknesses right now in our industry when it comes to team building? I think there's a big challenge with the turnover that we've had in the industry. This industry is majority female. We've had a childcare crisis. There's a lot of macroeconomic things going on there. A lot of women left the industry and have not returned or left the workforce and have not returned. I think as of beginning of 2022, there was a million less women in the workforce than there had been pre-pandemic. That affects our industry. And we were already short managers. We were already short 
staff being able to serve these communities. So we've had to be creative about that. And you've seen that with the rise of kind of remote staffing and adding remote team members to staff and outsourcing some of these jobs to other countries. So I think it's going to be an interesting dynamic to watch how we blend together these merged teams to serve our clients and how our start to work with a more global workforce and a more kind of spread out workforce. I think the other challenge is, is that people are in a remote or kind of environment now. So how do we balance the need for employees to have that flexibility still in their life, but also the need for us to be able to provide them some development team dynamics, just bringing people together. What's the right cadence for people to kind of come together and connect with each other? Because, you know, being in front of a Zoom screen all the time, it's not the most effective way. Yeah, you're right about that. I mean, there's times when I'm on a meeting and I've got three other windows open doing other things. I'm not really necessarily as engaged or paying attention as much as I should have. Never happens. Never happens. Uh, David is laser focused whenever he's on a Zoom. I I guarantee it. That is it. Everything he's doing is right there. Right, David? Well... I'd say this. There's a lot of times I'm on Zoom meeting, I am in my car, so I'm usually paying attention to the road. But other than that, I think you're pretty accurate, Steve. Thank you very much for pointing it out. All right, so I have kind of a, a different question for you, Kelly. So HOAs, they're all different. They're all their own little animals. But for you guys as consulting, how important is it? And then again, how deep do you really have to go to understand an HOA or even a management company? How granular do you have to get to be able to help those people out? I mean, with an HOA, it's what do they want to do? So I usually will interview a lot of the board members and I like to do those interviews individually. And then we will have like kind of a group session. The individual sessions kind of let me see the dynamics between the individual board members, which can be helpful when understanding and helping them kind of prioritize what they want to do. And the top priorities will sort of come out across the board members that way. And then it's also about what they can do. So looking at their governing documents and what can they do and can't they do within the guidelines of their governing documents and and state statute. With a management company, it depends on what I need to be involved in. So the scope really depends on what they're bringing me in to do. If it's some kind of general training or just general leadership training, that can be very surface level and I don't need to know a lot about their operations. But if they're really wanting me to help develop specific certain people, then I need to get a little bit more information about their operation and what they do and how they do it. And so it can be, that can be a little bit more involved in a little bit longer term. Kind how of long how does something like that take? Like what's the time frame for that usually? I mean, we usually do that within kind of 30 days if it's, it's a basic okay. sort of training. If it's a more in-depth program, it can be six months or so. Okay. Uh, Interesting. I was just going to ask about that. If there was like a a program that you'd be sticking with the company for like a medium term. And, you know, obviously I have no idea how much uh, those things cost, but is it really expensive for an association to uh, put this kind of strategy of improvement in place? Not necessarily. It depends on the size of the association. So I have some associations where I just kind of hourly consult with them, sort of like an hourly Mm -hmm. agreement they'd have with their attorney. And they just call me when they need to call me, when they need help with something. And I just bill them hourly. I have some associations where we have a very defined scope and set project. And then I can quote them a set amount of hours and we just monitor against those hours. It doesn't need to be expensive to have somebody like me come in or typically half of what you're paying your attorney to ask general advice to your attorney about how your business operation should run. They're there to answer your legal questions. I can help you with things like, do we need to hire a manager or not? What should we look for in a manager? in our manager, our management company, and some of those kinds of questions. So, which your attorney can also answer for you. I, I think attorneys are great, but you know, do you want to pay $500 an hour to 
get that kind of information answered to you. Yep. Yeah. Now, uh, Kelly, I saw you on the East Coast recently, and you know, November in Washington D.C. is not terrible, but it's also not the best spot for vacation. So, what were you doing in D.C.? We were there for a really great event. I am blessed to serve on the as chair in 2024 of the Managers Council for CAI, and also as a member of the Board of Trustees for CAI. And we were having a meeting on the Friday, and so they had offered all of us that were coming in for the Friday meeting to participate in National Advocacy Day at the U.S. Capitol. And that was where we got to go visit all of our legislators. So it was a great time to go to the Capitol, which I'd not been to, and then spend some time sitting down and talking with legislators about the, the HOA industry and, and various things that impact us here. So Kelly, it, it sounds like you wear a lot of different hats. You're not just focused on divergent consulting. It sounds like you got a lot of things going on. How many different activities, if you will, are you involved in community associations in, in this world, in this industry? The short list, how many different things are you doing? I also teach for CAI and then here we have a local organization in California, the certifies manager. So I teach for them too. And then there's a homeowner specific organization that I also do some work with. So at this point, 20 years into my career, I feel like I don't necessarily get to lead a big team anymore. I get to help my clients with things, but it's an opportunity for me to give back and kind of help educate and bring people into this industry. And so that's really what I'm passionate about doing now. So I spend a lot of time working on that, but it also keeps me up to date as to what's going on in the industry for my clients. So you just have tons of spare time. I mean, I was keeping track and so far I've counted about four full-time jobs. So, you know, you just, I mean, you know, just a little, it's a little much this, this time. I also have two young children. I have an eight-year-old and a two-year-old. So oh. running around after them too. So now, now we're up to six full-time jobs. Okay. Yep. Yep. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for joining us today and speaking with us about all the stuff that you're doing in the community association world. There's a lot of hats. There's a lot of stuff going on. Thank you for speaking about your company, but we'd love on the show to give our guests an opportunity to thank somebody or recognize somebody. It could even be a charity Uh, a mentor, somebody in your life that has influenced your career, just to give a shout out to. So the microphone is yours, Kelly, go for it. Well, I'll give a shout out to a former guest of yours and one who I think you both know very well, Miss Nancy Hastings. I saw her episode with you. I was very fortunate um, about 10 years ago to work with Nancy when I was at Associa working in Dallas. And she's just such a positive role model for this industry. And as a woman and as a leader, she's always been very supportive of me in my career and I just would love to thank her for all she's done for the industry. And and I know that she is well known to you and your listeners. So I'll give her a shout out. Outstanding. Thank, awesome. you, thank you so much. She's one of the OGs. She was one of the first, I think, 10 episodes that we did. First, first of the 10 interviews. Yeah, I mean, yeah. talk about growing yeah. up in this industry, right? Outstanding. Thank you yeah, so much. She, she was definitely one of the OGs and she is awesome. So if you are a listener and you don't know Nancy Hastings, doesn't yeah, matter which management company time. you know. Doesn't matter who you work for, you should try to reach out to her. She's a powerful leader and an inspiration. Thank you very much, Kelly, for j- jumping in with us today. Thank you for putting with us shenanigan. Shenanigan. Did I say correctly? <laughs> shenanigans. Thank you very much, Kelly. We'll see you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening to Community Association Car Chat Podcast. The number one nationally recognized community association video podcast. Go ahead and hit subscribe to get the latest podcast delivered straight to your phone or tablet each week. And remember, you can watch us live on LinkedIn every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern on the Community Association Car Chat LinkedIn page.